You feel the warmth of the blood running down the side of your head. There's a sharp ping, and you hear the sound of metal hitting the floor. The next morning, you're lying in, on the floor in your room. You're not yet out of it, and you can't move, you can't speak, and you can't really think. You hear the loud bang of the door opening. People are coming in your room. You don't know who they are. You hear distant voices, but you can't really make out what they are. Uh, everything is going dark. Later, you find yourself admitted to psychiatric care. Go. You are 15. You are the oldest of six children. You and your family are struggling financially, so you're forced to leave school and go to work. You get a job at your Uncle Cornelius' art dealership, Grupo and C, a firm of art dealers in The Hague. You are fluent in French, German, English, and your native Dutch. There you fall in love with the landlady's daughter. You propose, but you get rejected. You're sad. Of course you're sad. So you throw all your books away except for the Bible. You devote yourself to God. But then you're fired from your job. Since you are devoted to God, you hope to become a preacher. You take the service exam, but you hate Latin, so you're denied. After you uh, volunteer to make an impoverished coal mine in the south of Belgium, a place where preachers are usually sent as punishment, then there you help everyone and were called Christ of the Coal Mines. The evangelical committees do not like this because they disagreed with the lifestyle, which have begun to take a tone of matterdom. They refuse to renew your contract and you're forced to find another uh, occupation. In the fall of 1880, you decided to move to Brussels and become an artist. You began taking your lessons on your own, studying books like Travail des Champs and Cours de Dessin. In 1885, you began what you consider to be your first masterpiece, Potato Eaters. But your brother, Theo, thinks the painting would not be well received in the French capital where Impressionism had become the trend. Nevertheless, she decided to move to Paris and show up at Theo's house undivided. In March 1886, Theo welcomes you into his small apartment. This is where you first see Impressionist art and you're inspired by the color and light. You begin studying with Henry de Tolos Lautrec, Camille Pissarro, and a couple of other people. To save money, you and your friends pose for each other instead of hiring models. You are passionate and you argue with other painters about the works. You alienate those who became tired of your bickering. You then move to The Hague and fall in love with Cristina Maria Hernick, an alcoholic prostitute. She, she becomes your companion, mistress, and model. You were happy, but then she went back to prostitution. You become utterly depressed. In 1882, your family threatens to cut off your money unless you leave Hernick and The Hague. You leave mid-September of that year and go to drink. For the next six weeks, you live a nomadic life, drawing people and the landscape as you go. You are influenced by Japanese art and begin studying Eastern philosophy. You want to travel there, but change your mind when Tolos Logic tells you its light is similar to the one in the village of Arles. February 1888, you move to the south of France, to Arles, and to the soon-to-be-famous house, Yellow House. There you spend more money on paint rather than food. Here you paint two series of sunflowers, four between August and September that year, and one in January 1889. Then you paint Starry Night, what will soon be one of your most famous paintings of all time. You wrote to your brother, This morning I saw the countryside from my window, a long time before sunrise, with nothing but the morning star, which looked very big. 
We interrupt this podcast to introduce our sponsor, Infogas. Infogas is a car company where they do something special that makes them stand out from the rest. They have cars with infinite gas. Now I know what you're thinking. How can they make a car with infinite gas? You're right, but here's a secret. The car is solar powered. You might think that you can't drive at night, but when the car is in the sun, it fills the gas bar, which will allow you to drive on for more than 20 hours. So basically infinite gas. To contact this company, all you need to do is call 123-456-7090. Now back to the podcast. In December of 1888, you are living on coffee, bread in Abdestinth in Arles, France, and you find yourself feeling sick and strange. Before long, it became obvious to you that you were not only suffering from physical illness, but your psychological health was declining. Your brother is very worried, and he offered Paul Goggin money to go watch over you. Within a month, you and him are arguing constantly, and one night he walks out. You follow him for a while, holding a razor in your hand. Then you go to a local brothel and pay for a prostitute named Rachel. You cut off your ear and give it to her, saying, Keep this object carefully. Then you go home. You're dizzy. You feel the warmth of blood running down the side of your head. There's a sharp ping, and you feel the, hear the sound of metal hitting the floor. The next morning, you're lying on the floor in your room. You're not yet out of it. And you can't move, can't speak, and you can't really think. You hear the loud bang of the door opening. People are coming in your room. You don't know who they are. You hear distant voices, but you can't really make out what they are. Everything is going dark, and you find yourself admitted to psychiatric chair. You decide to move to the St. Paul Demo Soul Asylum because the people of Arleys thought you were dangerous. Here you paint various paintings. You are depressed. On January 31st, 1890, your brother has a baby and names him Vincent William Van Gogh, named after you. On July 27, 1890, you go out to paint in the morning, but you are carrying a pistol. You shoot yourself thinking life is meaningless, but you do not die. You go to your room and pass out. You wake up in a hospital. You start remembering bit by bit what happened. You become even more depressed. You start smoking a pipe, reflecting on life. Then your brother walks in. He has a disappo- disappointed look on his face. For the next few days, you guys just talk about life. You become homesick, so you ask your brother to take you home. He agrees. You guys get on a train, and on July 29, 1890, you die in the arms of your brother. Tio dies only six months later. His name is Tio's wife, Johanna, cl- then collected as many of your paintings as she can. On March 17, 1901, 71 of your paintings were displayed at a show in Paris, and your fame grew enormously. Your mother lived long enough to see you held as an artistic genius. Today, you are considered as one of the greatest artists in human history, the famous Vincent Van Gogh.